Welcome to the Asbury Park Pot. Well, we're going to start that over again. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes Podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes Podcast. I'm here with Doug Drescher. My name is Diane DeMemo. Hey, Doug. Hey, Diane DeMemo. I'm very excited uh, to introduce and bring a new sponsor <laughs> to Asbury Park uh, Vibes. I cannot wait to hear who this is. It's the Asbury Park Flat Tire Fix and Hot Dog Stand. <laughs> Have a flat, get a dog. No flat too flat, no dog too hot. 732-22-HOT1. And welcome to the Asbury Park Stable of Sponsors. Is that a real thing? You would doubt me? That's... <laughs> I definitely doubt you. You're a wiser man than he. (laughs) (laughs) Always doubt the Doug. Hey, Dan. That was great, man. Beyond the fact that uh, we have yet to generate any money, we have a much different podcast than we would normally have. We do. Now, it's chock full of musicians. Yes. But they're not necessarily making music. As much as it's part of the it's like a music thing, right? So, why don't you introduce our our so, wonderful group, and maybe I, I'm confused beyond words. Okay. Perfect. So. This is perfect because we're going to clarify everything, not only yeah. for us, but for all of Asbury Park and beyond. Yes. Uh, so we are here with one of my favorite Asbury Park musicians, Matt Fernicola. Welcome, my friend. Thank you very Fern. much for and having attorney. Fern. Fern. And he's the only guy who's ever brought his own personal counsel to <laughs> a uh, podcast. <laughs> and crew, a whole crew. But if you've seen foes of Fern, you always know he's surrounded by a crew. And an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything by myself, and I always have to protect myself. Yes. That, that's exactly right. So we are going to talk today about Survur- Survive Fern. Fest. Working title. Working. Yeah. Okay. Survive Fern is one of the many titles that we have for this. And I, I like that it's a live, interactive survivor experience. A live, 52-hour, <laughs> interactive survivor experience. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about season one, season two, and season three, past, present, and future. But you brought some guests with you uh, who are here at the table. Guys, can you introduce yourselves and how you're involved in this project? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Hi, everyone. My name is Will. I'm one of the producers. Um, I was brought on super late into season one. Um, You know, really got uh, brought in by everyone and it was a lot of love and been been planning season two ever since season one ended. So that's uh, I have a pretty much a hand in every single part of this. And I'm Aziz. Uh, I go by Soul Food sometimes. And I met Fern through music and saw that he posted this weird thing called Survive Fern on the internet at some point. And I was on a mission to get out of my comfort zone. So I applied and became a player in season one. And we haven't looked back yet. (laughs) So, So they've talked about three seasons. Yes. One season is already in the bag, as, as I understand. Yes, let's talk about season can, one. Can and what just, just, yeah. Well, even before seasons and okay. players, what is this? So my, I have a lot of marketing ideas. One is a live 52-hour interactive survivor experience. <laughs> um, another one is Asbury Park's first reality TV show. Or if we want to be bold, Asbury Park's only reality TV show. Oh 
And um, that's really the idea with it is that we're, we're trying to make a reality TV show now because like I'm in Asbury Park. I love it. There's a lot of poets. There's a lot of musicians. There's a lot of venues. There's a lot of everything. And I just realized the things that's been popping up more and more on Netflix, on Hulu, on your streaming devices are reality TV shows. I must have watched like seven new concepts in the past two or three years. And this place is dope. I like my friends here and it looks like fun when I'm watching them just like asleep on my couch. So why not try to run our own? Like that's what this town is. This town is, oh, you want to be a podcaster? Do you want to be a musician? Do you want to be a poet? We'll let you do that. And that's the idea. So, so you have a collective of musicians and poets and artists but this isn't a dating show. This Not isn't a dating like show. find me a farm animal. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what 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 are they doing? Okay, so um basically uh, there's a lot of TV shows out there like Survivor and Big Brother and even The Amazing Race, which is very turn-based, and you're doing challenges, and then people get voted off, and at the end, there's one winner. The twist with our game is we like to encompass what makes the town what it is, so we're running challenges throughout Asbury Park. We ran one at the Asbury Lanes recently. We did a bowling competition. We did one on the boardwalk during the, the Mogul Live stage. We did one um, during Park Fest recently, um, so we're doing challenges now like let's take one example you did a bowling challenge yeah now is this just a straight ahead bowling or do you blindfold them do you get them drunk do you spin them around do the preseason challenges hand? have been simple okay so preseason is just 10 pin you know who got the whoever got the highest score okay. wins the advantage mm-hmm. um that was a fun one because we let people like choose their champion to be a bowler mm-hmm. so the guy who won that challenge was joe palm but he didn't even bowl he like brought a ringer with him and the guy like bowled like the best game for him so palm won that advantage so because of a loophole in the rules he was allowed to have a substitute bowler use it wasn't a loophole it was that was was the rule that was the rule for that specific challenge yeah i love game of thrones and there's a thing in game of thrones called trial by combat and you can pick your champion so i just like that idea okay so 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 it's not just physical challenges but it's also knowing what's how the rules are written and sort of a Kobayashi Maru Star Trek kind of test, <laughs> okay. right? Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know the Kobayashi Maru? Nah. I, so I, in the original no Star Trek, there is uh, a, a test every admiral captain has to take. It's the Kobayashi Maru. Okay. And Captain Kirk is the only one to ever beat the simulation. But he beat it. By going in like the night before and rigging the software. Oh, we don't like using that him. word rigged. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that, that it, it's the ultimate challenge. And he won the ultimate challenge by, by understanding the parameters of the challenge. And working within the strict definition of what that challenge was. Gotcha. Yeah, so you, we, have, we run challenges, and then uh, after preseason ends, the game begins, and it's a, the idea is a three-day-long camping music festival <laughs> while a reality TV show is being filmed. So it's live, it's interactive, and it's an experience. Now, how's it interactive for me as the viewer? Um, you guys want to take some of that? Yeah, so um, the thing that's different with us, obviously, if you ever watched uh, Survivor, it's very isolated. It's just the players on the island, and the game runs on its own. Um, So what's different with ours is as the players are doing challenges and voting people off, there's a live audience the whole time. Mm. Um, And so you can have your friends come and root for you, which is cool, but that can also impact your game. And, and, you know, in our season one, that did 
play a part where certain people want to challenge and had this like huge crowd reaction. And then they go back to camp and they're saying, oh, wow, that, that person got a lot of cheers. I wasn't anticipating that. Now, all of a sudden, they're looking at that person differently. Mm. Um, you know, and that, how does that affect their game, which is something. So real it could survivor. influence. Yeah, exactly. All right. Another and then the element. interactive part of that comes in where we might hide certain things throughout the party that the players don't have access to, but the party goers have. And, you know, last year, my voting pen that I made got stolen because someone thought it was a special item. <laughs> and uh, the, the party goers took that and tried to give it to someone that they liked. That's the interactive part, ultimately. It's both beneficial and detrimental. Because if you get handed this thing and you're told it's an idol, that's what happened last year. We had four contestants thinking they had this secret idol, and it was was nothing. It had Mm -hmm. no power. And and people can watch this live on... The live, interwebs. You, well, we're going to live stream it. Sorry, we live streamed last year. Mm-hmm. So there was that capability. And we're going to live stream a little bit for season two also on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. But the live part is you're coming to a music festival. In between the challenges and voting people out, we have live bands plays, acoustic acts and, and full bands as well. So you come in person and you watch it. Instead of like, you know, watching the episode later, you can literally walk into a campsite, listen to the strategy that they're having, and then you can run back and tell the person that you want to win the strategy so it's like oh so the audience can be like a shill oh yes it's like a live world it's like a open world that's the thing i meant to say like uh so do we bring our own chair for that you bring everything you bring a blanket bring a picnic basket it's a byob party there's a pool you can go in the pool there's uh we have a grill master if you bring some hamburgers he'll cook them for you we We have a bartender you know we should do like every time they use the word fern we take a shot. We take by the, the first minute, <laughs> and we're lucky enough right now to have someone that played the game last year. Like Will and I created the game, but right. Aziz actually. So played. Aziz, tell us. Yes. Now that you've done it, how are you a better human? <laughs> for human? The experience? Oh my god! He's back for more. That's um, one. Thing. Well, I need you. To, I didn't want to say better man. Because, better hu- I like that. Well, I, like I watched that. the All Barbie inclusive. movie the other day. Oh, hi Barbie! <laughs> and I just want to make sure that well, everyone's. I don't in want the to right call spot. you a can. You're not a can. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> what's the shirt? Hannah's got one that I'm says I'm Capable <laughs> or something. I'm, I'm Kenuff. I'm <laughs> my daughter has a shirt that says I'm Kenuff. But since I watched the Barbie movie. How are you a better human being? So I we're all included. The social interactions that you go through throughout the game will shape you moving forward for sure. There was a lot of um, interactions that I wouldn't have had outside of that game. I would have never talked to half of the people because like, we just wouldn't have crossed paths. Um, so is this something you'd bring like a resume or a business card to as well? No, just yourself. Like It <laughs> yourself. was cool because I got to be myself and like that was enough for the game. Um, I feel like I didn't have to go. I didn't watch much Survivor also going in. Um, but I was to able your, to. I have uh, to say probably to your betterment, uh, betterment of your intelligence. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely uh, a tough way to go into the game, but it ended up working out. And I made friends that. And, and you're still friends day, with them. Yeah, to this day. Now, really why cool. did you? Why did you decide to do this? Um, for me, I really you? wanted to get out of my comfort zone. I really just like, I don't feel like I push myself. You couldn't take out. a yoga class? That would have been easier? That would have been so far in my comfort zone. Oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but socially, like socially. So like, um, I have had the same friends for most of my life. Um, since I want to say earlier than middle school, I've had like the same really close friends. Uh, and I wanted to start 
get myself out there a little more and like opening up my friend circle. So you could actually out. meet a spouse at such a thing um, if everyone was single. Possible. Yeah, it's possible. Not Anything's a dating possible. App. It's not <laughs> a dating <laughs> app, but yeah. <laughs> but you're you're having shared experiences with people that you didn't yeah. have a shared experience with and now you've you've expanded your circle. Yes. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's hard to explain to people who have never seen it. You sound a little crazy. Well, give us <laughs> one example. Character. Yeah. But tell us how it's built character yeah, for how, you. How does that make the you challenges. into a, oh. a taller so person? So tell us like a couple. We heard about the bowling. What are some other types of challenges that yeah. you did? So we did um, the first challenge when we got there was really funny because it was just like us picking the teams. But it's eight in the morning, I want to say. We're all tired. They just took all of our stuff away from us. And we're sitting there like, okay, well, what's about to happen? Bunch of strangers. And they're like, go get in the pool. Grab those rocks. Whatever rock you come up with, that's the team you're on. So we come up with our rocks. And we. And how many teams were there for? Two teams. Okay. Yep. So we had yellow and green, which ramrod strong. Uh, <laughs> the yellow and green love sense is insane. Like, they were, like, immediate. It was like a social experiment. It was like, if you're yellow, we hate green. If you're green, we hate yellow. Like, immediately. It was before we even knew names, we knew that we didn't like the people standing across the That's room. right. It was really hilarious. Funny. But the camaraderie, like, it was... It was awesome. It was so, just like... So other than picking a rock and having some randomness to who you were on a team with, give us an example of a challenge so that people could visualize what they're going to see when they get their, their okay. comfy chair and their BYOB blanket ready. So there was one that I feel like a lot of people really liked, us running back and forth with the sponges. They set up a bucket on one side full of water. They give us sponges and they give us red solo cups. Mm -hmm. Your job is now to run to that bucket across the yard, fill up your sponge, run back and fill up your cup with water. Mm. So you got to keep doing that. Winner of that gets to go and do puzzles. And then beyond that, it's ring toss, I think was the other one, right? And did some ring toss. Yeah. Yeah. So watching all of that and then I'm a beer in that was my breakfast was a beer <laughs> running back a little bit like beer olympics <laughs> yeah. how hot was it <laughs> um had to be at least 80 degrees there by you go. it was hot like so you're watching a bunch of grown-ups doing this kind of activity i cannot imagine what that looks like from the outside and i can't wait to it, see it, it sort it of from. sounds a little like uh, what they used to refer to as color wars in camp that yeah. sort of yeah. thing Right now, that's definitely that was season one, and mm -hmm. season two is going to be a little step above that. Uh, the goal is to eventually the word and the phrase I want people to think is like Ninja Warrior. I would love to there have the go. budget for that type of spectacle, but for right now, we're using with what we got. So, mm. Fern, that was season one, and now you were just telling me about season one being on YouTube. Can people mm -hmm. watch this? Uh, yep, I spent an entire year of my life editing season one into something that I think is watchable. You I did even, an amazing job. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. I even subtitled every single word <laughs> that's been said. So, because the audio was a little janky, the video is a little janky. We didn't really have a great strategy going in. Got a better strategy next year. Um, but yeah, so every word subtitled, and I worked really hard to make it enjoyable and watchable. And I had a lot of great help from um, my director of videography, Derek, uh, Andrew from Mushroom World Comics, and everybody on production, Will, Aziz, mm -hmm. uh, Thomas, Lauren, uh, Jack. They gave me a lot of good advice. So season one was like a catalyst for that could possibly be... It opened my eyes to that, wow, 
people mm-hmm. like to do fun things. And that's been my brand forever. It's been fun. I put on Wowie because Wowie is fun. I do Parkfest because Parkfest is fun. I do the Foes of Fern and I have pole dancers and five backup singers and a horn section. And like that is fun. Mm-hmm. So I do Zeke Dental Jam because it's fun. And the most fun I've had and the most fun the community has had was mm-hmm. Surviving Fern Fest, was that first season. If there were pole dancers, I probably would have made we a bigger effort. We have pole dancers at <laughs> most Foes of Fern shows now. The venues... Is that going to be one of the challenges? Pole dancers. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next time we have the pole dancers is our September 30th Porch Fest show. Do you know, you I learned something about pole dancing last month or so. You were taking pictures. I was. Yes. Do you know that the pole actually spins? Does it? I always thought you had I to put that... Was, yeah. that talcum on and and the pole was rigid and you spun around it but apparently the pole pole turns if you guys want all your pole knowledge reach out to lovely lioness pole dancing yeah that's who i took pictures of but i I was really impressed yeah now if they had a competition of just hanging from the pole for 10 to 15 seconds i would try out. we had a balance competition last year where it was like you have to balance the thing and raise your leg up and you know then you got to do squats or whatever who comes up with all of these are no not me are you okay that is like all the challenges will over here has been like challenge coordinator and he's worked with jim lenskold who's done a lot and jack and john also helped this year yeah so uh, we all have different kind of skill sets so jim lenskold he's a member of our production and he's i would call him our uh challenge builder Mm because like um he's just like hey i I got some ideas i'm just gonna play around i have some extra wood and some time at home and then all of a sudden this amazing thing are they all different this year yes okay so no repeats correct okay and then um you know this year with challenges because fern really wanted to focus on the editing and putting out the best product for season one he kind of let me uh john and jack who are season one players and also on production this year um really kind of let us dig into the challenges and let us take a little point on it as to build you know everything season two has to be bigger right Mm -hmm. we have the sequel it has to be more people, bigger budget, better production, bigger mm-hmm. challenges. And uh, I feel like that's what we did this year. As it gets bigger, you have to give some of the pieces away and, oh, and get help yeah. here. It sounds like it's already growing. That was season one. We're getting ready for season two. And it sounds like this is growing into something that, you know, again, the CEO or the founder or whomever, you know, however you're going to label yourself as, uh, you know, the, um, the person who has created this. You need help. You I can't mean, do it all. The goal would be just to walk on set for season 10. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just walked on set. I right, thank you guys for running this game. I'm here to party. Let's go. But yeah, yeah that's, that's how I've moved forward with my band, with the Foes of Fern. Like, that's, I give people, you give people that you can trust, like, responsibility because then they have more fun with it like everything goes back to the word fun like we're not doing this because it's not enjoyable it needs to be enjoyable so when i work with someone i want them to know i'm working with you because i trust you now i am going to do my best to poke holes in everything you come up with (laughs) and will and i are on the phone every day poking holes at each other but it's because that's how you get (laughs) the ship to float yes because if the ship is not going to float without like testing to see where the holes go in. And you say you're doing it for fun, but you're also doing it for the creativity. You're a very creative yeah. individual There's and you always need, there. yes, you always need a, a project. I, I know you have a great amount of energy, so it's you fun. need things to, to occupy all of that energy. And this is a huge undertaking. Well, I mean, you have a full-time job selling stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You have a full-time band that's got like 900 different people who play with you. <laughs> you're producing albums, you're mixing albums, you're making videos. When did you have time to decide that it was 
time to pull off the William Tell apple on the head uh, <laughs> challenge to do this. I mean, I found the time for it, and which was getting home at, from all those things. Go to work, go to the gym, go to band practice, get home at 10 o'clock, edit till 4 a.m., and do it again. So you just like, but like, I, I just see it. I just see this vision of like a music festival and a reality show coming together because so many people love reality TV. So many people love unique experiences. I am sick of going to the same thing over and mm-hmm. over again. And I'm also, I don't know. I just like don't believe in the word no, really. Like there's a lot of reasons to say no, but there's always a one good reason to say yes. And there was one good reason for this to say mm-hmm. yes. And here because we are. Because it's fun. Because it's fun, man. Now, is it 52 continuous hours? or Yes. Or have- it starts at 6 p.m. on Friday, and it ends at 10 to 11 p.m. on Sunday, and I didn't do the math. I just guessed. So are there, like, well, do you wake up the competition at 4 in the morning? And 8 a.m. 8 a.m.? Oh, so, all right. So there is some downtime between. They get to sleep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, we ran night challenges, though. Yeah. So in, in episode five, there was a night challenge for season one. You can look into it to see if the contestant was successful or not. Mm-hmm. So and then to piggyback on what you were saying, it was all about fun. We actually filmed our live reunion at Over the Moon uh, Studios. Oh, yeah. oh that's um, nice. It was very lights, camera, action. Mm-hmm. We got every single cast member back. It was very like Real Housewives. <laughs> and the most important, and I had told Fern this earlier, the most important part for me is, you know, we, we kind of hosted the reunion for the most part. And one of the last questions is I asked all the players, I said, if you guys would do this again, right, this crazy thing that no one knew what they were doing if you do it again raise your hand and every single player raised their hand all 14 people and that was the most important because that showed me that what we set out to do we were successful at do we have any repeats from season one into season two or is this a new cast uh it's a new cast and there were a lot of phone calls about if we should bring people back or not (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but it is a complete new new cast 16 players but a lot of our season one contestants will still be in the show aziz is going to do a performance sandy will do a performance yeah tell us about the bands how does how do the bands or when do they play or how does that fit into the whole thing so it's like in between each like event so there's Tribal council, where you vote someone out, and there's a challenge. And in between those, we stick a music act in there. Mm -hmm. So we have players like Riley Shiro is going to do an acoustic set. Boots is going to do an acoustic set. Uh, Brian Erickson is doing something fun with the band. The Amorphous Blob Orchestra. Um, Local Local Honeymoon, which is Jeff Linden's new project. They're playing. Oh, nice. Uh, Martin Houth. She's played at every Fern Fest along with Boots. Uh, Myself, the Foes of Fern. Lake Champagne is playing as well. So these are all just like local bands. Mm -hmm. And they'll do like a half hour set as like we're getting ready for the challenge as we're getting ready for travel. And, and where do you, where exactly do you do this? This is in my parents' backyard. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So <laughs> you, could, you couldn't just have like a little circus, like when you were a kid, you wanted you have a whole thing. <laughs> and so your parents, yeah. Bless their souls. Bless their souls. <laughs> yes. Don't mind if dozens, my dad and loves dozens it. of people show up with blankets, beer, and last year ready. on Sunday we probably had over two hundred people watching this. Your neighbors must love you. They actually do love it because it's like <laughs> once a year. You know, it's not like we do it all the time. Yeah, but it's fun. Um, okay. Did your dad throw his name into the the mix and, and ask to be a contestant on season two? My dad's not allowed to be a contestant. <laughs> what, what about could could we do like an over fifty version of this? Yeah, you want to produce it? Let's go. I 
I would produce it. We need $25,000. Okay. Let's go. Golden Survivor. I know Jim would be in. No, but like, I love that. Like, yes, I'm a very big yes energy. If you wanted to produce that with me, I would. There's just a lot of commitment to producing that. Well, there'd be a lot of activities that require sitting. That's fine. <laughs> we always wanted a chess challenge in season one. We Let could bring the chess challenge I out. thought we bowling was like the greatest video game ever. I could sit in front of the TV oh, really? and bowl. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> bowling. Yeah. Love the way. Yeah. So now, how did you, um, you know, put out the word for needing contestants for season two? Where did they come Man, from? There's a lot of just like word of mouth on the street. We made a Google Doc and then all, like I'm lucky that people like Aziz here were just champions of the game, going around asking their friends. One of your friends is playing yes. this year, right? Yep, Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, she wanted to play even before How do you think Becky's going to do? I mean, I I need a little inside track here so I know who I should pick. I think Becky's going to do great, honestly. Mm -hmm. Is she athletic? Yeah. Smart, Is she wily? Um, Wily, I think, mm -hmm. is the trait that you really need. You've got to be wily. See, I think all the dynamics have a a different advantage for the game. I think that's the cool part of the game is having so many different dynamics and, like, people with different personalities that anybody can win. Mm. That's true because it doesn't sound like it's just uh, the physical. It's a lot of yeah. strategy. Less physical than you think. Yeah, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of strategy. One, if you watch, the mm-hmm. physical players didn't do too great. Okay, so it's a lot of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we should remember that when picking our teams. Well, I mean, if if the physical you know isn't a big big uh, requirement, you and I would probably do okay. There you go. I'm and good also, at useless trivia. Yeah, well, you might win. <laughs> Who knows? Because physical is also twofold because there's the physical challenge part where you're doing something strenuous, which is quote-unquote physical. But then, and I think Aziz can attest to this, the game, just going through the game is physical. Sure. You know? Well, three full days, sure. You know, you're on the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. And I know, like, towards the end, like, we had a few mental challenges, mm-hmm. and they were just, like, bombing it because mm-hmm. they were just so exhausted. Yeah, for sure. What would be an example of a mental challenge? Like, writing, um, like, a self-improvement plan? Or... <laughs> um, well, one of the challenges I came up with last year, um, it was memory block. So it was a six-sided block, of uh, six six by six um and they had six different animals on each side snake rabbit mm-hmm. bear whatever so they each had the block they put it on the ground and then i would say a sequence bear rabbit snake bird bird and then they would pick up the block and then i'd be like what was the first animal in the sequence mm. and you had to show it you got it right you moved on you got it wrong you're out someone mm-hmm. got the first one wrong yes. <laughs> that's how tired they were and then in their confessionals they were like i got the first one wrong on purpose of <laughs> like i wasn't gonna get voted out and you know what that person got voted out immediately. So there's also judges here that are going to give some, like if there's a dispute over an answer, there are judges who if are going to make some final If you watch season one, decisions. there's a lot of back and forth on that. The mm-hmm. contestants were very uh, unhappy with our judging. We'll leave it with that. So what? <laughs> it was still okay. fair. I think it was as fair as it could be. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you don't want to have a pickup softball game without an umpire because people be arguing at second base all the time. Well, that's what sure. happened. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So now, season two. Yes. Do you want to move on to our next uh So we're going to bring in some new uh, spokespeople here? To talk here? about season yeah, two? Yeah, I'm going to bring in my buddy Thomas, who's helped me come up with this idea of a the bracket system. Okay. Where, and the idea is, like, I'll let him explain a little bit more. But like, Thank you, guys. Yes, goodbye, Thank Aziz, and goodbye, Will. You can check out Aziz's music uh, at Soul Food, and there's a... I knew you looked familiar. I've taken pictures there's of you There's a zero before. instead of an O in Soul Food. Yes. And, so, and Soul Food will be performing at Surviving Friend Fest this year. Awesome. But Thomas is here. Thomas, you want to let, hey. let everyone know about the bracket system? Uh, sure. I'm Thomas. 
everybody else has like a nice title. Um, Legal I, advisor. I, I, I You're just know. Thomas. Uh, just Thomas. Just, disclaimer. Uh, I am yes, an advisor is a better word. I am. His uh, official title is doubting. Yes, <laughs> I am a doubting Thomas. Uh, yes. No, uh, my main job consists of every time Fern sees a bright object, he's like, oh, let's do this. And I have to be the voice of Fern, reason. let's bring you in. We <laughs> have a plan. I'm the only one in my yeah. life to <laughs> No, but I seem to get the job. You're, so essentially most. your ADHD control. Uh, yeah. yeah I don't know if you guys watch football. They've got like the sideline coach who just has to pull the coaches off the field before the snap. That's <laughs> basically me for Fern because he okay. wants to be in everything. <laughs> Uh, sure. So I was a sports management major. So bracketology is like second nature to me. So Fern season one, I was already, I drafted up a waiver. Well, I didn't draft a waiver. I didn't do legal work. I had a waiver. I gave it to Fern <laughs> and we used No it. legal work done. Yeah. Uh, if my firm ever hears this, I don't know how they would, but yeah, I didn't do anything off book. Um, so Fern hit me up and he was like, Hey, I have an idea. Uh, I want to make it more interactive. Um, we have a lot of local people out here supporting their friends. How do we make it so that they can slot and rank their choices and be invested in who goes where? So, you know, the difference between who finishes 12th and who finishes 8th in the grand scheme of things, maybe you don't care. If you're having a bracket challenge with 50-something other people who submitted a bracket, you're probably going to care if you were the most accurate. So, so, so the players are playing for their... Yeah. The player's going to play, 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 play. Right. Yes. And then the audience, or whoever wants to participate, is also picking the winners of different brackets, much like the March Madness. Madness. So just like March Madness, before anything goes off, your bracket is locked, cocked, and ready to rock. 4 p.m. on Friday is the last time to submit the bracket. Yes, because it starts at 6. So... You've got on YouTube, uh, I don't know if we've discussed, I don't think we did discuss yes, that everybody's application videos in addition it's on there. Yeah, yes. is on the YouTube in addition to all the episodes. So you can see everybody playing beforehand. You can meet them. Um, so you watch the videos and it's essentially luck. But do the brackets have anything to do with the teams? No. No. The brackets So when I make the brackets, I'm picking individuals to not get voted off. Correct. Exactly. So you've got slot one through slot 16. You're okay. essentially trying to match the participant with their finishing place. So one is who you think wins it all. Oh, On the Google Doc, we have big capital letters. It says your Survive Fern Season 2 champion is I see. the number one slot. And then 16th is, you know, who so, you... So let me ask, yeah. is the scoring of the markets cumulative in that every time one of my bracket players moves on, I get a point? Or is the object just to pick the final person? So you get one point for each slot you get correct. If okay. you say, I don't want to say anybody's name because I don't want to give away my projected bracket. bracket okay. So yeah. we have a player named Wally. Yes. So if you put Wally as the winner, you get two points for the winner and you get two points for the first eliminated. Every other spot in there, you get one point. So essentially, when the field is 16, if you figure out, you know what, I don't like the cut of their jib, they're the first person gone. If you get that right, you get a double point. If you get the winner right, obviously you should be rewarded, you get a double point. Okay. Everywhere from 2 to 15, you get one point per So correct. all jibs aside, yes. it's possible to win as a spectator yes. without having picked the final winner of the game. Correct. Oh, because uh, you're going to yeah. accumulate points. Yes. So if yep. overall... You were able to get most of them. Yeah. Last year's winner only had five points. 
That's pretty sad. It's hard. That's how hard no, it is. Hard. It's hard. It's very it is hard. essentially a crapshoot. Yeah. That's okay. what it is. Which is why we do a lot of random brackets also. Some yeah. people just want random bracket, come to the party. Other people, they study the people, they send the brackets, and then they don't even come to the event. They're like, let me know if I win or not. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to one day like partner with like a FanDuel Sports or something. Cool. So we have like odds going on for the entire festival. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the, you're at like the, uh, the racetrack or something. We want to get to that point. So this is our proof of concept. So before we uh, go on to anything else i want you to make sure that you say what dates this is happening because you just said when these uh, brackets are due you said they are due friday september 1st okay Mm -hmm. and this probably has come out after that which is totally fine but we do have video cameras here so if you're Mm -hmm. watching these video cameras and i had the time to edit something or derek had the time to edit something then get your brackets in have some fun play with us yeah, we can, I can get this posted for tomorrow because yeah, I don't want anyone to miss out on the brackets. No. Okay. We're coming and hanging out. That's right. I want you to bring in their blankets. You frighten me a little bit. <laughs> I, you're not the first person to tell me that. Yeah. I'm a little scared of you. It's okay. And the dates of the competition? September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Okay. Now, if you're going to have this out before the game, mm-hmm. then this next section that we're about to do... I'm very excited. Well, we're just going to hold back our information. Because mm-hmm. we have a lot of insider information to help with your bracket choice. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you're, this is going to come out beforehand. Well, I guess so. when do you want it to come out? What I mean, helps that's, you? That's fine. If it comes out beforehand, it's fun. It's fresh energy. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to have anything that gives away the game, if that's the case. Putting this out afterwards gives, like, it's fine. Like, all every, everything is fair. I game. think we could go off information in the application videos. Okay, in the application videos, and I'm not letting you know who has secret alliances with... Oh, yeah, no. De- yeah, okay. we probably would have given that away. But I mean, I would have. We won't now. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to. I want to see if I can figure out who the alliances are. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fun. That's going to be fun. a, that's a right. lot of fun. I think what's interesting is that they can form alliances prior to the competition. And they have. There's been seven preseason advantages given out because seven people have won challenges. So the people that have been coming to that, they know who has what. We don't make it public who's won. If mm-hmm. you were there, you were there. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, so what? some people have a little bit of an advantage before yes. the first round because they've already you've already identified the participants and they've done some things. But that also puts a target on their back because they're playing hard. And you get into the game and maybe you don't vote out the person that's been more aloof because they've been chilling or like mm. you have your whole it's game the figured out. Strategy. And then you're not on the tribe with your alliance preseason alliance member. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get put on the same tribe, does that even matter? Would it have been easier if all of you just found wives and started families? Um, they were <laughs> easier is never the answer with me. Yeah, no. I normally take the harder route. Yeah, I get that impression. And we, it's because uh, it, just, it just brings better results. We mm-hmm. choose what we do, not because it's easy, but because it's right. Yeah, you go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the fireworks challenge. The fireworks So what it works challenge. is... That's after we move they, out of France. Musicians do yeah. not do fireworks. Well, they, they, you have to hold a firework and they light it. And the longer you hold on to it, the more points you get. <laughs> the more we're fingers you lose, that. the better. We were not getting sued. <laughs> no, that just, is the name. I'm just joking. All right, so let's, let's see if you guys can uh, write your own brackets. Oh you have gosh. 16 contestants. So essentially what you're asking us to do is rank them 1 to 16. One it's a popularity winner, contest. And being the loser. Well, well, I, okay. I already said... Dano's winning. <laughs> is that Dano you know the musician? About, yes. yes that is you know local. anything about Dano? <laughs> that girl is She's driven. Tough. Dano She's had tough. a very intense application video. Yes, so she good. did. Yeah. I saw her. The she wakes up at what, 5? 
something. 5, 16 a.m. to do meditation, and she's doing writing in her journal. And she's writing for two hours writing before music, she starts work. Bit an onion. She just yeah. went she, into the onion. It was she so bites good. into the onion. Yeah. So good. So Dano came in strong. That's a very strong statement. Like, hey, I'm here to play. Yes. You know, she's. So I don't know if that's going to be a positive. I'm, I'm going to go with you. I, I've seen her perform. She's got energy. Well, I have to say, even without that audition video, just knowing Dano, knowing of her, knowing what her process is, she's just all right. Uh, so let's go with Dano number one. Hard, hard work. I can see your number sixteen upside down, and there's no way it's going to happen. <laughs> I can tell you right now, there's no way he's going to be the first eliminated. All right, who do you oh. think's coming in second? Okay, um, I would say well. Do you want to go for Who's this the bartender? I know. I was going to say the bartender. Bartenders have to put we up with a lot have of crap. multiple bartenders. Well, that's the only one with the word bartender next yeah. to it. Uh, it's, well, so is that Kate? Kate was the one. I wrote bartender down because of the way she was like, she seemed like she could handle she, herself well. She's got that Tom Cruise bottle flipping she's, thing. She's like, yeah, yeah, she's really big in the community. She plays kickball. Uh, she's well connected. Mm. Um, we're very excited. Kate is the contestant that now, has tried us the most. She has been texting us, asking about every loophole in the rule. Oh, good. Oh, good. So she's good. prepared. Are there any attorneys on this list? There no. are not. Okay. Fern only has room for one attorney in his life are because there, he hates the word no. Are so. there any people deep into psychotherapy that have issues with There's their parents? Teacher. 90% of the application. There are two teachers that are playing this game. Interesting. Right? Well, one teacher? Well, Mar is a teacher. She's a music teacher. A music teacher. teacher. A music teacher. Yeah. Okay. I would say the, the next one would be... Mike. I, I've seen Mike. I've okay. never seen Levy Oaken with a shirt on. Does that mean huh? he's tough? Levy is only performing. His band is Oh, performing. I see. Okay. Yeah, Sean plays with him. But I, his guitarist, Sean, is performing. I don't know who his guitar uh, player is. Well, Sean's the guitar player and he's playing Survivor. Though I am excited about seeing Jeff Linden play. Yes. That's but that's the also a part. band. Yeah. yeah, I know. He's yes. a very talented kid. Okay, so Guy, third man, in person. your bracket. At, at this point you could just Okay. Does that so, say prostitute? Oh no, that says positive. Positive, but actually, positive, I meant to positive. say uh, I meant to say Josiah because he's Josiah. he's Josiah. very very optimistic and very like like I think that he has a good outlook. Now is that Becca? He's an out of towner, so he is not a local person. Okay. So he's a little bit of a Josiah, mystery. Josiah, I, I will give away. I have Josiah first eliminated because I have not. <laughs> I have been at every Survive Fern preseason event. I haven't seen oh. him once. He's Come on, Josiah. We are a very insular. Asbury Park community. I okay. think the final 13 are going to be the 13 nah, quote-unquote Asbury let's go Park with people. people. Let's go. You know what? Because if everyone picks the favorites and they lose, we're going to stand out. That's <laughs> true. All you need to do is luck into like two random picks and you could leap now, to the front of the Now, is that Becca, board. the woman who's been here who wears the hat with the ears on it? Probably not. Okay. I don't think so. There's two Beccas. It's uh, not the Becca who Becca sings with Rebecca you, is it? Becca we have. Becca doesn't sing with me. Well, well then I don't remember her name. The Becca in here. Karina. Uh, Where's Karina, the hat that's right. Yeah, yeah. With is she playing? Karina no. is not playing. Oh, okay. Just, just okay. Just number them. I, I don't know anything. So I'm gonna scratch that off. Make him number four. <laughs> Let's that? go with Joe Palm. For Joe Palm will be four. Palm, our cowbell master. <laughs> he plays mean cowbell. Yes, he does. He's also working on his own cowbell documentary film. Um, the history that, of the cowbell. Uh, the history of the cowbell man, who is Joe Palm. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Joe Palm coming in at fourth. Now, is that Jameson like the drink? That's his name. Uh, yep, yeah, but he's also a local uh, person in town. He plays kickball. Go, let's go with Jameson kickball. number five because I love a good Jameson. Big time go. body surfer works for Robert Wood Johnson. Oh, there we go. Well, at least he'll How get about good insurance. You and I were looking at Amanda too. She should be number six. Okay, she's like fine. into adventure, and she was like. Talking was she the about one all... running on the beach at dawn? 
Um, she was the one like that was Becca. And... Okay, but Amanda is really cool. Amanda's very connected to some season one players. So Real, so she may of... have a little inside track on her. The strategy. season one players she's connected with, like, were the first five people out. So we don't know if, if she's going to like take that. Well, like, let me first. tell you, some teams do very poorly in spring spring training, and then they come on strong. That's right. Exactly. Unlike the Yankees, who have a good spring training hey. and then suck the rest of the season. You know who else we forgot? Jake. Jake, Jake had Thomas like his brother. That is my younger brother. Okay, his was cool because he had like it sounds. It looks like he's like he said he's a fan of people, but it looks like people are a fan of him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little well, insight into. I'm Jake. a little worried that that will be a distraction it for the be. drinking events in the evening. So Jake, you put him- Jake believes himself to be a golden god. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Jake models his personality off Dennis Reynolds. Can't uh, go wrong with that. Let's could, go with Jake. It could go. It could go one of two ways at this. Uh, Jake, I believe. I in think you. they can all go in one of two Jake ways. Is your number? Number seven. Okay, All right, number else? eight. Um, let's go with anyone named Becca or okay. Rebecca. We have two Rebeccas. Do you want to just put them seven and eight or eight and nine? Yeah. Okay, that's so good. W- do you want Becca or Bex at eight? Let's go with, well, I don't know. We don't have a Bex Becca on the list. Becca or Rebecca? Yeah, there's yeah. like, yeah, Rebecca is also Bex. Uh, so oh. let's make Bex number eight and Becca number nine. Bex is cool. Bex is Aziz's friend who was saying before has done a lot oh. of studying so far. Mm. All right. So, okay. Okay. And then very Rebecca, uh, she was at the last year's event and she's very connected with a lot of people. Too. Mm, good. Uh, anyone named Ivan should be do should be able to do well. Ivan's think? another bartender in the area. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're so he's definitely going to do well. So there'll be nine. And then Craig Lawler. That's your number 11? Yes. Drummer of Desmond Swag I have to say, Craig, I'm very sorry. I probably should have put you up Oh, I know him. No, you're doing right. Okay. You're doing right. Uh, number 12 would be Mia. Mia. She's a photographer in the area. Okay. We should put her number one photographer. I we want Sean. We're not very I want tough. Sean next. Sean. Oh, Sean. Who's Sean. Sean is the one who plays with Levy and Type Advantage. All right, so let's go with Sean. Sean performed at season one. He did perform during season one. Uh, Then we have, is that... We have Mar, who's a music Let's teacher. Let's go with the music teacher okay. for 14. That seems right. reasonable. That seems reasonable. Early <laughs> vote out because you're a teacher. You hearing that, Mar? You got to play Well, strong. she's concentrating on getting her classroom ready. That's there right. She's go. busy. Um, so it looks like we have Mike and Kyle left. Okay. Let's so, go with Kyle next. Okay. Kyle, guitarist for, for the hard, hard maybes. And then Mike. I think we've met that person at some point. Probably and then Mike. may have. Mike is someone that is not very connected. He's a person that lives the farthest away. Syosset, okay. New York. Yeah. Yeah, that too. It's New York. It's Long Island. I don't care. It's New York. So we have your bracket here. All right. Okay. You can look at it right there. That's the bracket. (laughs) We're going to put it on. I'm going to make sure Derek puts graphics on this video. Awesome. Right there. Um, Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. I want you to know that uh, uh, two undergraduate degrees and two master's degrees have finally prepared me for this moment. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm very excited. Lucky picker. So now, if I'm not mistaken, you're already planning season number three? We have a direction that we want to go with that, yes. So when would people start reaching out to you about wanting to be part of season number three? I think that's a great segue. We can bring the next layer of team if on that's and cool we can with start you. talking that's about fun. that. It's yeah. also Absolutely. already happened. People have already reached out. Wow. More people have been interested in season three than season two. Everyone keeps on telling me, oh, I'll apply for season three. Why do three. you think that is? Is, is that because there's more water sports? Well, I think it's because a lot of people, and I'm, I'm included, they're like, I'm not in shape. I want to like be like... Oh, yeah. If I was going to get in shape and I needed a rationale, it would be, you know, furnicide would yeah. be the reason why <laughs> I lose weight. You're on camera the entire time. You're jumping in the pool and stuff. But no, season three, <laughs> there's a lot of like great 
ways we can take season three. And now I'm going to bring in um, both Lauren and Derek here. Lauren's been helping me create our season three kind of pitch deck. And Derek's our videographer for season one, season two. And yeah, let them take it away. So you said her name is Lori? Lauren. Lauren, can we first ask, you do spend some time with the foes of friends of Fern. <laughs> Just a little bit. Is yeah. he like this all of the time? Yeah. That's nice. Do you nice. drink Red Bull? No, I drink no caffeine. No I caffeine. was going to say, I don't think yeah. he needs any, uh, any, uh, any uh, catalyst. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> it's a very interesting life. I'm sure. <laughs> Can I ask, does he have a jazz master? I don't I have know a Mustang. Mm. Mustang, which is very the intonation's awful on it. You know the yeah. must. It's, it's a great guitar for when you're older because it's three quarter size, so it's a little <laughs> easier to play. I just don't find it's got the tone of a full size guitar. It's a little twangy for me. Though I over did own head. one years ago, you're and over that, my head on that, that ran my guitar synthesizer because I love Adrian Belew. I take Put pictures, but I don't yeah. know if they work. <laughs> nod when the music you, stuff yeah. happens. What is what is the Furs of Fern's favorite food? Sushi. Oh, there you go. You love sushi. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us about sushi. season three. What's, uh, what's going season on? Season three is my podcast, Sushi with Fern, which is available on Facebook. <laughs> if you are interested sushi in checking it out, Fern. my past projects include Sushi with Fern and Cliffcast, America's only podcast about cliff bars. <laughs> I like a good cliff bar. Do you really? I Derek, keep them next this to the must bed. be quite the challenge to video. It is. Um. <laughs> what is your strategy? <laughs> and you can move that microphone. I think okay. he's yeah. just going to put up a what? lot of cameras with wide-angle lenses. Yeah, seriously. Like, what? How do you handle this? Um, so last year was crazy because for uh, last year it was just kind of it was run and gun, and we were just, we didn't really know what was going on. We had well, no clue. The first, what we were doing. Yeah, first time. Yeah, but um, this year we had uh, as we were discussing before, like Will and uh, John wrote out the challenges. So actually, we're going to work on a little after. So I got to start over the weekend, but. Um, we're pretty much coming with like a shot list. So like, okay, so we know like part A of this cha- challenge is happening in this part of the yard. This is what they're doing. So like, I can I can use like the one of the challenges as an because this okay. one. We're not gonna <clears throat> do this out till afterwards. I'm sorry. Okay, so like, say like um, the first challenge is like, okay, on one side of the yard there's questions. On the other side of the yard there's answers. So basically, I'm gonna have like one set of camera on each side looking down, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be having a handheld. There will be somebody else uh, running with a handheld camera, and like we'll pretty much be filming like little bits where like, okay, so I'm watching this person like right, they're reading the question, and then on the other side they're writing their answer to the question, and like we kind of follow them around, and we kind of, and we're just kind of getting enough, I guess, to fill out a few minutes for the episode. Right, right. And um, do you have help, or are you doing this on your own? Yes, we have like a lot of help. I was going to say, I can't (laughs) imagine covering all that. Even if you just have a two-camera shoot between the events the bands, and the confessionals, yeah. you must come out with about 1,500 hours worth of content to edit down so to much. something digestible. Can the uh, contestants wear GoPro cameras to get, like, a, you know, as it happens to them, and you could edit that in? Well, as uh, Fern previously mentioned, if we just had $25,000... <laughs> low price of $25,000. You can produce your own season of Survivor. <laughs> yeah, um... It'd be great if we had the budget for something like that, but um, pretty much I think what I want to get for as far as like all the video is just whatever we can get. So like it's like, okay, so we're having um, we're in between like um, challenges. So like we know we're gonna, we know we want to film a couple songs from the band and then we know like I'll be setting up for like, let's say the next challenge or the tribal. And then people at camp, we have um, three production members. So two will have cameras. One will be filming like, 
one between like one and three confessionals. The other one will be filming like just general camp life. And mm-hmm. then um, I think between all that and, it's, and just getting the whole structure of everything, we'll have uh, everything we need. So essentially, if you have, <clears throat> we have 18 participants. 16. 16. So you'd pretty much have to have at least 14 tribal councils, right? How does that work? Um, pretty much. I'm not going to let, well, actually, it's fine. There's, there's, once we get to three players in the yeah, game, then, then we vote. Okay. So we're going to have 16 minus three, 13 tribal councils. Oh, I was pretty close on my guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, guess, and then at the end, who picks the winner? Similar to Survivor, okay. uh, our current strategy is the people that are voted out, they get to win. Uh, they pick the winner. They vote on it. So alliances made hours earlier. Yeah. Or days earlier. Months earlier. Marissa could Months actually earlier. come back and bite you in the arse oh, because yeah. someone may be mad at you. If you watch our <laughs> season one, there was, there was a little bit of that for in the final tribal. Now, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, in season one of Survivor, the fellow who won walked... Was the villain. But he walked naked on the beach. As no one walks naked. There'll be no survivor. naked beach walking. No. Okay, just no, make it my parents' house. Please respect my parents' <laughs> house. So I have a question for you. So if uh, relationships are either strengthened or maybe weakened through Survive, survive Fern Fest, how do you feel about that? Like, how, um, do you feel like the show is becoming what you want it to be, something that, that kind of like uh, creates this type of drama, for lack of a better word? Is that, that's real TV, right? I want good content. I think everyone here, we want good content. We want it to be fun and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I don't love if like people take the game so, so seriously that afterwards they're like, your relationships are kind of hurt. So that if they get make... voted out, they're not going to, you don't want them to blow a gasket because they didn't get access to $500,000. Well, this is fun. It's fun. But yeah. the honor is to win. The honor is to win. Yeah. And we, we are, we are working on a prize for the winner and we are going to donate some money to the winners, uh, choosing nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so that did happen a little bit in season one and I'm not, I'm actually not thrilled about that. Um, it is our goal for the future of this to make it more community based mm-hmm. and make it more like telling the story of the people that are playing, mm. telling the story of the different venues in town, the music. We could do trivia questions on. So you'd have Asbury like these Park sort history. of video side vignettes of like yeah. where this person came from or the history of your I call that episode house. zero. <laughs> episode zero for season three. We'll, we'll hopefully be digging into that some well, more. Will we meet your parents anytime? If during? you want to, if you come to the event, you'll meet, meet okay, our parents. Yeah. Awesome. Now, are there other ferns of friends of foe that you're related to? Or did did Wait, your parents just, have other ferns? I just have to interject oh, sure. here. So he has trouble with the foes of fern. I can't say it he right. kind of forgets what the order. <laughs> so whatever we're talking about, like, you know, if, if I say, you know, we're going to have fern come and, and do this podcast. Basically, he's like, well, when are the friends of foes of fern coming? There's a lot of Fs in there. <laughs> so here this right is now. why he's addressing are, you. Now, are there like... other ferns out there, like brothers and sisters? I have an uncle okay. who is the fern of our family. Okay. Because our last name is Fernicola, so... So you're an only fern with your parents? Uh, my dad's a fern. You know, okay. we're all... My cousins are ferns. Like, we're just a all big family of ferns. But there's <laughs> one ferny. Okay. And he is like the... I would say the patriarch of mm-hmm. the family. So when you're at a, a fern bar mitzvah kind of we thing. We don't call each other fern. Or, no. But I mean, <laughs> do relatives come up to you and ask, what's wrong? <laughs> um, they, they ask me when I'm going to get a job. Like, like why? Why? <laughs> Sounds like no. you have an awful lot well, of jobs. Yeah, I mean, you have well, a no, because job. like my, my uncle Chris is an incredibly creative person. He is like a exterior interior decorator. And mm-hmm. he's like decorated the Mammoth Mall for years in Pier Village. Um, 
It's been in our family. My, I have like a cousin who was the bass player for Tijuana Brass. Really? Uh, yeah. His name's Pat Senatar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's just this craziness has been in our family for a while. So they're used to this. Yeah. I have, <laughs> I have like a great uncle who was a band leader and he would like lead like a 14 piece band and his, my uncle Fernie is a saxophone player. Mm-hmm. Uh, his sister is a piano player and his brother uh, Frankie is a bass player. So like it's just there. You have a lot of creativity in that family, for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Lauren, so now what is your role in Survive Thorn Fest 2 or 3, season 2 or 3? Want to tell about your season 1 role first? I think the season (laughs) 1 role is a good place to start. Okay, tell us. You can move it. It's always good to start with the first one. Yes. Um, Well, I think it starts with um, too much encouragement and making a fever dream happen. And uh, spending a summer planning and thinking about it and leading up to it and then getting very, very, very sick with COVID. Uh, And um, it was a last second idea to do a live stream so that I could watch what was happening while I was at home. Oh, that's so sweet. It was very sweet. Um, I wouldn't have got through season one without Lauren. Lauren was the only person telling me to do it in my okay. life. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone was like, dude, what are you doing? Can some, you just focus on other things? Some might suggest that was for a good reason, but you some beat might, them out. <laughs> but I, w- I would heavily disagree. Uh, it wouldn't have happened without Lauren's encouragement. Mm-hmm. And then when she got COVID, I was like, well, you and, can't come to the party. <laughs> and her parents Aww. don't mind you doing this? No. Okay. No, no, not at all. No. Um, yeah, so, it's, so it was really filmed... To the extent that um, that it was because I was sick in bed and yep. it was live streamed, and then um, Derek swooped in and did a bunch of filming as well, and that turned into not seeing Fern for ten months while he edited the <laughs> season one, so um, which is great. Um, and now I get to experience it for the first time, season two, mm-hmm. and then um, my background is is in business and. Um, I also support crazy people from a living, so you know, I'm doing my personal life too. Mm-hmm. So um, my role in season three is helping to try to pitch this and get uh, get a 25k or maybe more, mm-hmm. so that we can build it into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Do you have any identified sponsors now, or is that something you might be interested in moving forward? Um, I'm not sure if sponsorship is the right route mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, it's more like a production deal we would look at or um, distribution deal. Uh, it really depends on how it shakes out. I mean, I wouldn't want to uh, commit to anything right now. Sure. Of course. I could see Red Bull sending you some money, and I'm sure you would take <laughs> yeah, it. That would be You're not cool. the first one to bring up Red yeah. Bull. Yeah. Yes. I have, to, I have to come back to you because you fascinate me, Fern. Um, when people are constantly telling you no or why or give it up, I, I just, you know, I, what, do you, what do you feel inside um, you know, and, and how do you respond to that? Because you are so passionate, and I feel like the greats have to be that way. And um, what's driving you? He also you? used that word, and we've heard this from a lot of musicians. He has a vision of what the well, final product is going to look like. I wanted to comment on that yeah. in just a minute. Well, okay, so when you go to the vision, like that vision of the final product, it's never that vision. Like there's always the Goldilocks that you're seeing, and then when you're in the weeds, when you're doing it, like things change and it moves and it lets you shift that vision. And I'm a very big believer in you don't need the answers to start. And that is huge for creative people. A lot of people tell me, well, I can't play your open mic. I don't have a full set yet. I'm like, do you have one song? They're like, well, yeah, I have one song. 
well, then why don't you just play that one song, you mm. know? But for some people, they need to have every answer before they can move forward. And, like, a big problem with our season, I don't have the name for this show. Survive Fern can't be the name for this show. I understand that completely. It's just a name that I have. Mm-hmm. So, like, one day I'll, I'll, get, I'll get the new name, but that's not going to stop me from doing this. Mm-hmm. Why would the silly fact of not having the right name, I have all these fantastic people that are, like, pushing me to do this, like, let's do it, mm-hmm. you know? So... There's that aspect. There's the aspect of figuring it out while you're doing it. Um, and I learned that from George R.R. R. Martin, the, uh, the writer of Game of Thrones, even though he hasn't finished Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can't curse on here, but furious at George R.R. R. Martin. But um, he calls himself a gardener. He'll let an idea happen in his first book, and then he'll let that idea grow and sprout and mm-hmm. move other places. So I very much and, learned and from that. To, to Diane's question, a majority of people have said, this is silliness. Don't do yeah. it. You mentioned that a few times. So I'm, I'm yes. wondering, like, you know, what, what drives you? There's uh, a couple different routes with that. Um, one, it's, well, who are those people? And sometimes they're your inner circle. And then if it's enough no, then I have to kind of just turn a blind eye to all their opinions and all their comments. Like, there's some, some friends in my life this, that I just didn't speak to this year mm-hmm. because they were like, hey, I'll hang out with you, but, like, please don't edit Survive Friend while we hang out, which I respect. Mm-hmm. But I can't hang out with you then. If those are the rules, like, I want to get this done. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I want to hang out with you, but I really just, please don't talk about Survive Friend. And I'm like, that's fine, but I need to be in a space to let this idea grow if I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So those people I had to turn a blind eye to, and I owe some phone calls, and, mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have my list. Um, there's also the inner circle that's too inner circle, and you have to not turn a blind eye, but... You know, take the criticism, figure out why they're saying no, and like learn, learn from it. A lot of people were just, you can't have a music festival and a reality show at the same time. And that, that just didn't, like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, don't tell me I can't do something without weight to it. Right. You know, like, if you give me a good enough reason, if the why is like, you're going to hurt too many people, it's like, okay, then I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But like, if I make sure no one burns down my parents' house and like I make sure nobody actually gets hurt during the challenges, then why? can't I? Well, if it hasn't existed yet and you're doing it for the first time, doesn't that make you a first? Well, that's why I try to explain <laughs> Which is to kind people. of cool. <laughs> but I am, I also come off crazy for that. But like, um, so that's really it. Like you have to turn a blind eye to the negativity when it's happening and you also have to let it back in those people when you're ready to. So I have some phone and calls And again, that make. vision, like you had, you know, you said Doug and... and um, but that's a sort of a common theme that we hear from a lot of the musicians of that there's a lot of naysayers, but people have this idea it's a vision what they finish with may not be the vision that they initially had but there's but a, drives there's you. a drive yeah, that's where in you're there going towards that if he didn't do it he sort of feels sad that he didn't try oh yeah you gotta try and just if anyone's listening and you are a creative person like don't handcuff yourself to ideas like i've said a lot of things to my crew and then like two weeks later they're like well didn't you say this and i'm like i did but you gotta allow it to grow now it also could be a detriment because that means you're not moving forward enough. You have to be able to like mitigate that mm-hmm. and be like, okay, I'm changing too much and we're not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And like what helps is having a huge crew. Like in this podcast today, there's five other people here that have made things happen. Like Lauren's making the pitch deck happen. Yep. Derek is making the video happen. I don't have to worry too much. Mm-hmm. Will is making the challenges happen. Aziz is doing audio video and he's performing this year and mm-hmm. he competed in season one. And then Thomas is helping me figure out this bracket thing. Sure. And there's the five people that are here. There's still like 20 other people that are working on this. Yeah. Sure. You have you have a lot of uh, people saying yes, too. I have a lot of people yes. saying yes. Yeah. yeah. Because you know what? He doesn't see things as problems. 
No, I he know. He sees them as opportunities yeah. for solutions. Challenges. <laughs> Everything is a possibility. Everything is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like, this year my, my release show got rained out at, mm-hmm. on the rooftop. Yes. But that was, that, that was an opportunity to have another type of event. And we mm-hmm. had a beautiful day at Wild Air Brewing because of that. It looked like you had a huge crowd there. <laughs> yeah. Last year, Zeke Dental Jam got rained out. Mm-hmm. But when it got rained out, it got put on the same day as Porch Fest. Mm. And now this year, Red Bank Porch Fest and Zeke Dental Jam, which is an event that I do, it's in collaboration now. I just had a meeting with the town of Red Bank. Mm-hmm. So if I told myself, oh, rained out, doesn't matter, then I wouldn't be in the spot where I am now. Right. Every single thing is an opportunity, but you have to realize what it is an opportunity for. You might lose what you originally had, but you don't know what you'll gain That's until exactly you allow right. yourself to gain it. So now vision, vision wise, we talked about past, we talked about present, which is about to happen with season two, future, like what, what is your vision for how this is going to, and I I know you kind of like hinted a little bit too, but what is the ultimate goal? What is your end game? What is the vision you wish you could achieve? um, I just really want Asbury Park's first reality TV show to be a thing so like for me that's just encompassing the town more if Mm -hmm. possible like that's currently the goal but like how do we do that i have to have real conversations with the town of asbury i have to have real conversations with my team right here like yo derek what can we actually do like i have a lot of i have like four different avenues we might go i'm not going to just like spew it out now right but like the idea is to encompass more of asbury have more partnerships with local asbury park businesses local Mm -hmm. asbury park musicians like the venues everything i want the entire town to be a circus i want it to be a carnival Mm -hmm. and at the end of this carnival we crown one winner that's just so much fun to me yeah king and queen of asbury (laughs) i like that i would get a name a name for the show through from that gonna work on that we need to figure out the name (laughs) (laughs) it'll come i guess furnaceide (laughs) is right out (laughs) furnaceide Hey, everybody, we've been here for the well, over an hour now. Yes, we have. Talking about this huge musical, non-musical event. Uh, I invite uh, you guys, make sure you share the link so we can put that in the show notes. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm a relatively sedentary person, but I may go check this out. <laughs> if, only, if only because I want to find out what kind of seashell soaps the Furnicolas have in their bathroom. <laughs> I bet you there's a little there's a little bowl with seashell. You'd be soaps. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know things. So funny. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Just uh, thank you guys for having. No, me. it's oh, it's always it's a, pleasure a pleasure having you. Yeah. You you never cease to uh, wake us up and make us wonder if we should have leaned what's forward next? a little bit more for what's next. What's next? Hopefully, is, is season three, and then it's also all yeah. the like, dope content that everyone's working on associated with the project. Like Derek's our videographer. He also has his own music. That he's working on. Yes. And like Aziz working on his music. Will's mm-hmm. writing a book right now. Oh, wow. Lauren works for this company that does like VR and they're working on their own games. That's so cool. It's like everyone associated with the project is doing their thing and like it's. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is out practicing law phone. after this. <laughs> Some are. Thomas is organizing the very... greatest kickball league in Asbury Park <laughs> <Yeah>. constantly. <laughs> Asbury Park's only kickball I want to league. Play kickball. You know why I <laughs> won't? Night. I won't do tomorrow. The kickball? Actually, really, I got. I always got picked last for kickball because <laughs> I'm a you know a dork. Um, I would be crushed if, as an adult, I went. And you were picked last. Not only that, but the two teams were like fighting over who didn't want me. Because <laughs> if you're last, look, there was a kid named Darren who had an issue between his fingers and his nose. 
And in fourth grade, he got picked before me for kickball. <laughs> oh, man. And I got to tell you, truthfully, being the catcher on a kickball team, dullest position on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have to yell no spinners to the pitcher. It's so, so bad that in Thomas's like kickball league that he plays in mm-hmm. and like helps organize, like there's 30 players on each team and there's no catcher. They would have 13 outfielders yeah, before a catcher. catcher. Is there plugging in this league? I mean, Thomas, you want to tell him about the Asbury Park Kickball League? Just real quick, <laughs> just as a sidelight, because no plugging below the shoulders. Oh, there's no, no plugging above the shoulders. Pegging. Pegging. pegging? pegging. Well, that has a different connotation, hey, so I'm hey, a little nervous. We make a joke about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yes, there is pegging. Uh, yeah, every Tuesday, 6 to 8, first week of May to uh, last week of October. Sounds like fun. And if you showed up, you would be a captain. Do you use the, <laughs> the official red uh, yes, ball do. from yep. uh, kickball? Yes, we do. You know, that's got a... The there's ball. certain smells. I know. And that's, that's one of them. The, the Crayola. Sound. Yep. Crayola. Yep. Uh, Play-Doh. Play-Doh. And the smell of a fresh kickball. Yeah, and gasoline. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for stopping in. Always Thank a pleasure. Thank you so much, everyone. And you'll you. give us notes so we can yeah. uh, put stuff up there. And, and truthfully, best of luck. Yes. I want this to be successful. Thank Sounds you. Uh, if like only because. Be. Well, yeah. you know what? I think the friends of foes of fern have a pretty big goat tail. Coat ta- they have a goat tail. Uh, I'd like to ride their goat tail uh, yeah, you can ride our goat along tails. to fame. And, and then if I could just get a jazz master. There you go. Then, then I would uh, Maybe I'd our bracket will stage. win, and somehow that'll yes. happen. Who knows? Well, I'd have to split the money with you. <laughs> so you have a nicer car than me, so I'm keeping the whole money. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning Thank in. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.